Hello and welcome to the first episode of The Biggie Bag with me, Dylan Tampkin. Today we have two guests, two friends of mine, known for a while. We got Mike Duffy and uh, Connor Noonan. Uh, the topic for today is uh, Star Wars. And uh, before we get to that, I'd like Mike and Connor to tell a little about themselves, a little bit of how they know Star Wars so well. Mike, you got it. Uh, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Michael. I'm here, Dylan. Kidding. Uh, I'd say I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan. I think Dylan takes takes the ship when it comes to all three expertise. And uh, you know, watching all the shows in order, a bunch of the games that we used to play. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get to the podcast. Yeah, what's up, guys? I'm Connor. Um, always been a big Star Wars guy. Fuck Harry Potter. Star Wars is always my shit. Love sci-fi in general. And uh, like Mike said, I don't know as much of the, uh, what do you call it, canon shit as Dylan, but I can hold my own. Yeah, okay. That's a little brief thing. I think Star Wars is something that all of us have uh, grown quite fond of growing up, I think. I mean, I'm looking at two old Stormtrooper helmets up on top of me right now. Uh, and they're just bowling out because that was my Halloween costume when I was probably about five or six. Um, so now the first thing I really want to talk about with you guys is that Mandalorian season finale. Holy shit. I thought it brought everything you needed. But uh, let's get in a little recap what we saw, things that stood out, and then we'll get some overall thoughts on it. But holy shit, was that a good episode. Well, I want to hear Noonan's thoughts because he just watched this like yeah. probably an hour ago, and I, it's fresh off the brain. I want to hear what he's got to say. I, I mean, obviously, like it was, it was all set up. You knew they were going back for um, what is it, Grogu, Baby Yoda, um, and I knew there was gonna be a twist at the end, just based on you guys telling me there would be, and like you know, there's gonna be something as a season finale. And then when the X-wing showed up, I was like, oh shit, like who is it? And I, like I like Dylan probably knew like it was like Luke, but like I didn't know that until um, I actually showed his face. Like I was like, I don't know what it's gonna be. Honestly, I thought it was gonna be someone else. I thought it was gonna I be saw the X Wing, so I'm like, oh, it could be Luke, but I honestly I thought it was gonna be Ezra Bridger. Yeah. But that wouldn't make any sense. Because Ezra still is like was not yeah. seen any of those movies. I think so. the three people in my mind uh-huh. were I think the three people in my mind were like Ezra. Cal, maybe. I don't know why he'd have an X-Wing, but, like, you know, nothing is off the table with Disney these days. Yeah, everyone gets like, well, I knew once I saw the green say out of Everyone gets an X-Wing. There's no way they would. Well, not Cal. Cal is not Dude, if Porkin gets an X-Wing, everyone gets an X-Wing, am I right? Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Um, It's fair. It's true. I was. Don't disrespect my man, Porkins, though. Porkins? Oh, come on. Come on. Um, The thing that really got me was. Just how it just was so badass. Like them entering, them just tearing shit apart. That fight with Mando and uh, what is it? The Death Trooper robot, the third generation Death Trooper, not like the one you saw in, uh, you know, Rogue One or any mm-hmm. of the Rebels episodes. It's like that's it. It's robot now. Kind of. I think up. the um, the episode was great because if you think about it, like Mando had so much trouble with that one dude when he was shutting the doors on him eventually killed him and then like luke just walks in and just slaughters him. 
So I thought that was like a really good, like a lot of the time in Star Wars, you know, you're watching the show and you think like he can just do everything himself, but like he's, he doesn't stand a chance to like a Jedi except for his armor. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, if you go back to like, even like not even canon anymore, you have like Mandalorians fighting Jedi, you know, you have them only chance they have is using tricks and tactics and their Beskar and then having, you know, Beskar swords and shit like that, that you saw Mando get to use. It's the first time you've really seen this season or ever an actual really sword that wasn't used by like a Senate guard for like no real purpose. You know, you got to saw a sword being used against a lightsaber and you saw it, you saw it glowing, right? Remember that he was about to like bend with a dark saber with a yeah. first staff. Oh, that was a nice yeah, little detail sure. I saw. Like that was that was fucking cool. Was yeah. I, I just think Dave Filoni really just ran with this show. And then John Faye. I mean, I, I think him and I think both of them are just like, you know, just like us. They're just Star Wars nerds. Like they grew up on this shit and they just know better than right. like what any corporate power around so long now to like like, you know. Yeah, it's like Taika yeah, Waititi like, when he did his episodes. It was he he acted as a droid in season one, the bounty droid. That was him acting. He also directed a bunch yeah. of episodes. And you have him doing the same thing with like, say Thor Ragnarok, which is probably the best of the Thor series. Yeah, basically him just making fun of yeah. the rest of Marvel. You know, not trying to get off topic, but it's it's you have these directors who are kind of you know coming in age like the Spielberg and the Lucas's. Say again, Connor. They grew up as fans, right? I mean, when the, the new hope came out in what uh 77 yeah dude yeah. yeah so it's been around like 50 years now yeah oh fuck. damn yeah, three years so like we i mean none of us are i mean when when episodes are coming out what attack of the clones was what 99 was it mm, uh, yeah 2002 2002 uh, maybe i think phantom menace was like 99 i mean yeah, de- definitely right when we were getting born. Right, yeah. when we, right I mean, regardless. That, Revenge of the Sith was yeah. yeah. I mean, regardless, I everything was on VHS. You're not, you know, you're watching this stuff on repeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney Plus has definitely helped with that. Right? I mean, like, that's, you know, that's what we grew up on. Yeah. Yeah. Really um, I'm like, really interested cool, to like, see. I, I still love the clones. I think it's a great storyline. I think Attack of Clones wasn't a great movie, per se, but the clones of themselves were really good. Um. So let's transition back into what we think Mandalorian's going to become going forward. Because obviously it's going to be a third season. It's already renewed, already confirmed. They added the whole thing with Boba mm-hmm. after, which okay. I What's didn't even have my yeah, notes because that... I didn't see the episode yet, but that of the Boba Fett story, which is going to be separate. That's confirmed it's separate. Yeah, I saw that, which um, I think will be interesting because I think hopefully they get into more underworld stuff, which I think isn't really talked about much in Star Wars, like within the stories. Like you don't really get much like the crime yeah, syndicates yeah. and stuff. I think that can be um, a really they took away thirteen thirteen from yeah, us. So, yeah. 13, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of the viewers, listeners, not viewers, it's a podcast. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, I realized about Star Wars thirteen thirteen. <laughs> it was a canceled video game <laughs> that was canceled when EA took over Disney. Shame. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, it was for so long. It kind of reminds you a lot of like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. How long it took to create an actual product. Which I'm not even address that game by any means, but it's it took so long to create that game, and then it's got completely thrown away, probably about a year before release. Um, so that was a real hit, but like dying on that underworldly, dark, sadistic Star Wars is what a lot of the fans nowadays want. Because a lot of us, you know, are in our twenties or older that are right. watching these things. You don't really want, you know, 
a PG thirteen Star Wars where they can only they don't even swear. They say you know all they say is nerf herder or something like that. Um. So thoughts on the show? What are you thinking, Noonan? Let's go first. What do you think is going to happen? Thirteen. Um. I guess. I the, think. Uh... You want to go, Mike? <laughs> what the hell? No, nah, you. Is this Wi-Fi jockey? Sorry, I'm I think I'm lagging a bit, but you got it. Anyway, um, a little bit. I think what they left off on was like, you know, you have to defeat the person for the dark shaver. And no, uh, what's her name? I never caught her name, but Bo-Katan. I like. What was it? Bo-Katan. Oh, Bo-Katan, yeah. So I think that's probably how the third season was going to start, right? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's, that's going to be. That's not going to be a big storyline there. Because yeah. unlike in um, in the Clone Wars, she gets gifted the Darksaber. So she already took it, and then they had all that crap blow up. Like Mandalorian was, you know, went back to the Imperials after she got the Darksaber. So she doesn't want to just be given it again. She wants to earn okay. it. Do you think we'll see Mandalore next season? Um, I would love to see live-action Mandalore. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I mean, it is a, just a, a wasteland with domes, but as it, as it is in this point in the timeline, but could see it, could see some more, you know, more Mandalorian stuff. Definitely, I mean, it's a title of the show. I'm I'm sure they're gonna expand more into it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if um, Mando gets a coloration on his armor. Really, what makes you think that? Um, I think because he's kind of you know adopted that you know mandalorian sort of like being linked with bo katan and they yeah. use you know blue and white so maybe he'll you know make some coloration on his own add some creativity to it like you saw his own ship it's not just silver it was when it got fixed but it was the actual color when he had it right so i think he'll probably get it painted um maybe maybe in the same green and white as uh as Dune, the shock trooper, maybe that Republic shock trooper color that could be pretty cool. Um, again, these are theories, but I think that that could be something that we see because I'm getting kind of a little tired of seeing the metal. I wish I like there was the a little, shield. yeah, I don't know. I just kind of wish there was some more personality there. I almost yeah. think that it's like an artistic choice to make him look like you know, like neutral, the, the neutral best car. Oh, yeah, not like you know. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a pounding right? Yeah. Um, Mike, what do you think about next steps going forward in this series? You talked about Darksabers already, so. Yeah, I mean, it was, I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier with getting a more gritty and, like, feel. Because, like, that's kind of the progression you saw through, like, at least the Clone Wars and, like, how, you know, we go from, you know, the movie where it's, like, Ahsoka and Anakin up until, like, you know, the Siege of Mandalore. And, like, it's some of, like, getting more like the politics i know it might be a little boring but like i think this is what they you know favreau and filoni do best is like the world building and like setting up the dark saber and like the throne and like all the politics surrounding mandalore i think could make just like such an interesting like story because i feel like that's like you know there are some good parts to the new trilogy that i really liked and just you know just some flaws that i just hated and I think one of the flaws is like the world building. I just think like we didn't get enough of that through the movies of just of how the world set up. And I know it can no, be tough. I agree. To set I, that up I in agree that with medium. 
They didn't build it up enough. They required you getting books and visual guides and other things to help you build the universe. Some people did that. Now we have, you know, Wikipedia, Star Wars Wikipedia to help Mm -hmm. you build that. But at the same time, like, it is lacking, which I think is what Star Wars is trying to do. We'll talk about that later, what Disney's trying to do to try to build more Mm -hmm. of a unique world. The main thing I want to get down here is I think they've already done a great job setting up that Darksaber storyline. They've set it up. It's been established. It's been set up for basically two years, two seasons now. They've been leading to it and leading to more and more power hungry over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bo-Katan might be, you know, someone who might fight have to fight. What's his name? Jin? Is it? Is it Jin? Jin Jar? Jin Jar? I think. Yeah. Or Din Jar. Silent D's always get me. Um, but I just think that's going to be the main thing, and I'm wondering if there's going to be a time jump. That would be uh-huh. interesting to look at. Like, so obviously how the timeline right now is we're about, what, 10 years before the point where Ben Solo or Kylo Ren in the movies would have destroyed the Jedi Temple. Mm -hmm. So do we jump to a point further on and see a reconnection between Grogu and how he's training as a Jedi? I think they just not do it at all. What? I said they're definitely going to get there, but they have to be like, they have to establish like something first, you know, like the conflict between Mando and Bo-Katan, like what's going on with the dark savers. You know, I agree. At the end of the, that episode, even like the look on her face was like, do I, you know, does she want the power enough to like fight Mando for it? Probably. I think she'll lose if she fights Mando. No, I think she obviously will. I'm, I'm thinking that that's going to be how the third season starts off. Yeah. I mean, just look at how much more skilled of a fighter that, that he is right like the things like like he's a trained bounty hunter he's full best car he has a best car melee weapon which he doesn't have and he's a dark saber what, what are you fighting him with it's true you know they don't get given a weapon it's not like it's not, it's not like you know peewee soccer you don't get given a trophy but um you know so i think that's something to look forward to and i think i think i think they're gonna do a good job with it i think the main thing i have an issue with man i feel like it's kind of slow building too many of the episodes mm-hmm. like i wish they would get the action a little quicker i get you want to set up a story but at the same time like you know what i'm talking about right I, the show's undeniably great the story building's like you know the settings everything's great the acting's good my problem is like when when you have like a 35 to like maybe 39 like 40 max episode aside from like the beginning and the end of the season it just doesn't give you enough time to do like story building, character development, and like a good action sequence. So you can it's just be an action. Build. It's a it's a show about a Mandalorian bounty hunter. Like there's gonna right. have to be action. Well, I think I think that's just been an issue with how new the show is. Like obviously, like things could stay the same, but I I agree. Like I think it's also just different for different people. Like I've had like you know I know it can be a little slow, but I've had I you know like I said I love like the world building aspect and like how slow things can be. But I also think like you know it's just like it's a new show, and now that like Disney knows like it's like its main hit, I think they're willing to put more money into it, and like you know we could probably see like longer episodes, like. Yeah, you know the I episode mean, where where Boba comes there. back it's, is one of my favorite. But you know, it's like a thirty-minute episode. It's just like yeah, it's yeah. it's nowhere near the point. There's only where so much like, they can do with their budget. Mike, it's nowhere near the point where it's like a Game of Thrones scene building, 
where it takes like four seasons to see a single thing happen. Like yeah. I love Game of Thrones too. I agree. That's the issue with that show is it took too long because it was doing directly as the book said. This right. they're going on their own route. Yes. So is there a reason to follow that sort of Game of Thrones esque setup as much as they are? Like it's not it's the not dialogue band. I know. So I mean, this season I kind of noticed. Or I you know saw somewhere it's kind of taking like the the Kotor route, Dylan, where it's just it seemed like a bunch of side quests that all kind of like led into like a main quest, like more of like an RPG, like in a video game. Like you know he goes, uh, he's he's out on Tatooine. Looking for more Mandalorians. Oh, he happens to see Cobb Van. Yeah, no, I agree. Armor. I think that's how you know, show definitely helps that's, him out. I like that from a storytelling perspective. It shows that it's not like you're getting from point A to point B. Because the issue with Star Wars before is that you see people going to hyperspace and all of a sudden being done with their journey. You know, say it's mm-hmm. like, like why the hell is uh, Anakin and Padme just, oh, this, now nah, we're not boo, getting married. You know, nothing really happens. And then they, you know, sees go tattooing and so on. And, you know, he murders a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. But um, they're kind of like going away from that. Like, when have we ever seen a, a ship like fail in hyperspace in Star Wars? I don't think we have. It's true. Like, have you seen them pulled out of hyperspace? Uh, yeah, the yeah, Millennium Falcon's hyperdrive broke. Uh, yeah, that broke, but it wasn't mid hyperspace. You know, they, like, like how, how, how did he get that ship back to that port? No one knows. I was actually reading about that when I was looking at the High Republic thing that we're going to talk about. That there was like some like great event that like kicked everyone out of hyperspace and destroyed their ships. But so maybe we'll see it there. Oh shit! I do not know what you're talking about, but I'm loving to hear more. Um, I think it's all we got from Mandalorian. I think we have a lot of. I think it's a lot of, to do with Darth Saber, and I think we'll move on further in to what Disney is doing with Star Wars now. Um, yeah. I think it's very exciting. I'm very excited. I think a lot of Star Wars fans, a lot of places started because I'm liking how they're, you know, not doing as much feature films right now. I think it's the main thing is do they need these horrible feature films? Like I was not a fan necessarily of the new trilogy. Um, I thought it poked a lot of holes in canon and the history and, and basically the, the story of Star Wars. It was a good movie if you weren't a Star Wars fan fully. I think if you or like a medium fan, but if you're if you're a heavy duty fan, I think they didn't really do it justice. So now Disney is doing their lot of lot of shows. Uh, Mike, do you have the list shows lists right now? Yep, I got it. So okay. there is one that you forgot to mention, but I'll save that for last because I feel like I'll have a good take on it. But first, oh no, that got, was the one I mentioned um, earlier that they just Ahsoka, added. one of the new shows. That's one they just added. Though. No, not Boba. I, there's no, there's something you left off that uh, oh, pains me. But that's all right. So first we have Ahsoka. Um, we assume right now, just based off like rumors and what's been said already in the mandalorian which hopefully will tie in more but um it's probably going to be focused around ahsoka probably some pre-rebel or pre pre-rebel stuff with hunting down thrawn i think um, it's post-rebels is it post oh, okay uh, so the end I mean, of the rebels is is ahsoka finding sabine there's no guarantee of the time between mm-hmm. the end of rebels and that no one really knows ahsoka's wearing all white robes at that point so she's definitely you know, become, you know, not even a Jedi, mm-hmm. but you know, force kind of user at that point. Very peaceful. I think they're going to try to hunt down Thrawn because he went on a hyperspace jump to find Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger is the main character, one of the main characters of Star Wars Rebels. It's a cartoon. It's it's good. It kind of, it's like shows that build up to the rebellion before, after 
Order 66 with, you know, one Jedi who survived training a Force-sensitive child and being, you know, slowly rebels. It's very, you know, P- PG. There's no real, like, lightsabers going through people, nothing like that. Um, rebels is a good show, but I think Ahsoka is going to be them hunting Thrawn because Thrawn's with Ezra. I think it's going to be really cool. Live action, too. So the same actress who was in uh, I think Ahsoka. Be, I think it'd be really interesting. Who is in Mandalorian yeah. as Ahsoka is also going to re- reprise her role for that. Rosario Dar- Dawson, right? Is yeah, name, I think. I think she did. She did the character justice. Yeah, I mean, I. I yeah, I, I think I don't think she was the same voice actor as she, um, no. the one in Clone Wars or Rebels. No, but she was. I, I think she did enough, a really great work. job. She looked enough yeah, like it with I agree. makeup on and prosthetics. Okay. Yeah. What's next? What's next? Uh, I mean, next up we have Rangers of the New Republic. Probably should be in the same era as Mando. Probably the same time frame. Um, I would assume, based off the title, it's focusing on like different squads of rebels, like going around the galaxy, or maybe like a you know a Ranger squad, as the title says, like elite more squad. elite squad. Um, not a lot of information we can go I off. Of. Hopefully, be, from what I've seen, basically, like the director. I forget her name. She's a woman. Um, she's really excited about this project because it's something that's very close to her heart because her father was a pilot in the Air Force, I believe, or Navy or Army. So I think it's going to be a lot about X-Wing pilots. I'm good with that. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of with that. I think it's a cool kind of take on it. I think it fits in with Squadrons being a video game right now that's been pretty well received. Good price so, point, wait, something so, like that. Dylan, I think you're mixing up the one that I wanted to talk about, which is rogue squadron which is the new movie that they're going to be coming out oh that was the one you forgot to mention left i think rangers of the new republic is something different um what you just described i think um yeah yeah, i was reading about it earlier yeah i mean that's something i'm really excited for i played like the old squadron oh yeah yeah it's that's like the movie that they're making so when i wrote that down on the note sheet i i i think i put i thought of one thing but i met the other you know okay that makes sense i mean like I think. Uh, I, I mean, Rangers. Rangers. We just don't know enough about. Hopefully, it's you know something compelling. I think oh, it'd then be it's good probably to have gonna be something around Cara Dune, maybe that yeah. type of thing. Shock that prob- probably, yeah. That I makes, wouldn't be surprised if, if she has less of a role moving forward in Mandalorian and becomes more of a thing in Rangers. Live action. Yeah. 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 Live action. Um, so yeah, it could be a crossover. Could be a crossover. Yeah. 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 Could, could be. A, could be an episode of Mandalorian next year leads into new that kind of like how they started doing that. Um, but Rogue Squadron, real quick before we get on with the rest of the list, I think that's I think that has a lot of potential to be. That's a feature like film, amazing. correct? That is a film that won't be a show. Um, this hopefully can be something like I've played like the old Rogue Squadron games. I didn't get to read the books, unfortunately, but I think the director, as you said, Dylan, like has this like in like one of her passion projects. Yeah, this is her she's passion, read, I think. From she's I've read, read the books, she's played the games. She said that it's going to be a different story, but it takes heavily influence from both of those. So that means is it a lot of is it Wedge and Dilly? Is that what we're looking at? I mean, maybe like I like they have a lot of different directions they can go, and I think this is like something that could easily be like, you know, re- I think it could be like a Rogue One status where it's like, and hopefully it ties in like Rogue, like you know, Rogue One where it's not like one of the main, it's not a part of a trilogy, but you know, Rogue One is is a movie that a lot of fans like. I oh, love it. Like one of the best movies, and yeah, I Rogue think it's it could be like the the the. Uh... The space battle over Scarif, holy yeah. god! Like yeah. And I think that's something I've never we're going to see a lot. Look so good in anything. I think that's something this, we're going to see a lot out of this movie. Story is trash. I'm going to love. Tell you right. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, um, so um, that looks really good. Excited yes. for that one. We got Obi Wan next. Obi Wan with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. That's gonna be dope. So yeah. I'm interested. I'm I'm very glad that I Hayden hope Hayden's is back. acting has gotten better though. I think it has. I think a, a lot of the problems. Yeah, I the think lines the lines just, in episode three dialogue. and two were not great for Hayden Christensen. Right. There were some weird lines. I don't yeah, mean we could we, we could sit here and quote them all day. Like I, I think we realize just how bad the writing is. Um, I'm just interested to see like how they bring him back. Maybe it's like because it, it's set just a few years after Order sixty six, right? And after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he should, right? Yeah, he should because we see that at the end of yeah. Revenge I mean, of the Sith. So well, it, what if must they, be something um, they could do it like Kylo and Ray Force connection, Force link. Maybe because they are linked be, together. I'm assuming. It's not way. After. I'm assuming. No, no, it's way after, but that's the established yeah. force ability is linking with someone. I'm um, assuming that Obi-Wan is going to probably be skirting around like Tatooine, like protecting Luke and doing whatever he needs to do. Because, um, you know, he stays there until Luke, you know, finds him. And, you know, we see the battle between him and Maul and Rebels. But I'm just, I, I want to know where they might go with Hayden Christensen. I don't know what they're going to do as Darth Vader. Maybe it's like him you early think on. Maul like, battle back into live Maul. action? Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's tough. I mean, I think they, they did, did it, pretty, it in Rebels. They it did it in Rebels, Rebels, and it was it, obviously it's short. It's not like a spectacle thing, but I think it fits the scene and like the story like really well. How they did it with Maul, kind of like confirming stuff and like just like you know you pick up on the small things like Obi Wan changing his stance. Like I, I thought like you know for short as that was, I think it was great. If they bring it into live action, hopefully they do it the similar justice, but. I mean, um, if they do it, I want it almost to the T, the same as it was in Rebels. I agree. I think that one's gonna have the most scrutiny. I mean, that I don't know. I think there's, I think there's a lot of different Obi-Wan. ways they can bring the Obi Wan series and like just kind of do whatever they want with it. So it'll be really interesting to see what. I they mean, they're filling in basically an empty void of stories. Like, there's nothing really yeah. there for him. Yeah, they're bridging all the the trilogies together. Yeah, they're trying to make that bridge. They did it with Rogue One, kind of brought it together more. Maybe do that. What we got next? We got Andor next. We have Andor. So Andor, for anyone who remembers, is the uh, spy seen in Rogue One. What's it, Cassian Andor? Um, Cassian, yeah. Cassian Andor. Uh, so he's going to lead it, this series of espionage in Star Wars before the Battle of Yavin. And before the events of Rogue One, where he untimely passes away. Spoilers. Um, in case you haven't seen that movie yet. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I don't know what you guys think about it. I'm not really that over the moon about it. I think it's all right. I was never really too attached to that character. Because no. I think there was not enough time to really get attached to him. Um, but I, I think it could be all right. I, I, I yeah, was the, the, I, main, I, the main guy from Rogue One. The, the... I thought the characters in that weren't the part that made it good. I thought everything else around the characters made it good. What, Rogue One? Yeah. Rogue uh, yeah. Uh, I will say, Rogue though. One was great, but they, I know what you mean about the characters. They would have to build them out. They, there was no, there, it wasn't like I didn't like the characters. I think they were good. I think they did their jobs well for the storytelling. They didn't really like, there wasn't much of an ability to really develop a strong link yeah. to the audience. Yeah. Maybe they'll, which do is that. why I'm like not like that excited about Andor. I think it's going to be good. I think they're going to do well with it. Like they've done basically everything else they've done recently in the last four years with Star Wars besides the movie um so 
I think it's gonna be good, but I'm not uh, like that's not what I'm really sold on for this new release. Yeah, I will say though, um, the actor who does play Cassie Andor, Diego Luna, uh, is a fantastic actor. He's in Narcos Mexico. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. Kind of you know getting away from what we're talking yeah. about, but uh, he's amazing in that show. He's one of like the best actors in that. Um, and he carries himself so well. I like. I I agree. I'm with not you saying he's a bad a actor. I, no, I, think I know, he's a great but actor. I, but I'm just I, saying, I like, think it ties into what you guys are saying about how. Um, I think a show is better character. fitting for him than a feature movie. I yeah, yeah. I thought this I was a show. Is this that. not a show? It is a show, and it was a show. Oh, yeah. I agree. Then I think it'll. I, I think it'll be well because I, th- I think it'll address the issues you have with building up this character, which yeah. I agree with. And I think Diego Luna could easily do that and like easily like build up this character. Yeah. Um, well, next we have, up, we have Lando. Uh, this is presumed to be Donald Glover reprising his role from um, Solo. Solo, Star Wars, sorry, yeah. Um, um, I thought he was great in Solo. I'm happy to see Donald Glover back. He's a great actor. Um, he's a great actor. I think he'll carry himself well. I'm not really sure where they can really go in terms of story, um, if it's going to be a young Lando. It's going to be like before, but, like, like before he, he, like the ship gets transferred over, you know, that point. Or maybe even maybe. after. Maybe it's leading up to him him operating Cloud City. I'm not that crazy about uh, the Lando story, but I will. I think Donald Glover will make it like great. I'm just not really into him. I yeah, I mean, he's kind of just there. He kind of gets introduced yeah. in episode. He feels like too much of a minor character, and I know he was like in Solo and all this, but for him to get his own thing, I don't know. Be interested. To see yeah, I agree. It seems kind of like a reach for something to do. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's what Dylan said earlier, where Disney's just trying to cover as many different plot points available as they can. They're trying to give kinda, people content and you know, produce a lot of Star Wars, things on their yeah on Disney Plus because there's not enough content on it right now. There isn't on Disney Plus. I think it's all right. I think they have you know Avengers, they had Star Wars already, but like it's having shows, is what having new shows is the main thing for streaming services. Yeah. Um, like. Like Apple TV Plus, like why would people have that? Oh, Defending Jacob was pretty good, you know. Other things like that. Uh, I like the new Tom Hanks movie on that, you know. It's like, they want to get legitimate because it has Disney movie. That's that's their market. <laughs> but they're just trying to legitimize that a little more, justify yeah. the the money spent. What else we got? Bad Batch. Very excited for Bad, we Batch. Do Bad Batch. I'm very excited for Bad Batch. Did you I watch know... the last season of Clone Wars, Connor? Uh, I did not finish it. No. Did you see the Bad Batch episodes? No. Uh, well, aren't they scattered through? Uh, it's like a three-episode arc, I think. In the last season? Uh, it it's the clones no, who wear like the, it's black, the middle episode. black armor. It's the middle episode. It's the heavily mutated clones. No, I haven't. Um, so basically, audiences, Bad Batch is going to be a continuation of the Bad Batch, Bad Batch, which was seen in a three-episode arc in Clone Wars the last season that came on Disney+. Plus. Um, it kind of is four clones in a squad who have more mutations added to make them more specific, specifically better at their jobs and doing certain roles. Yeah, they like a very, they're a very tactical unit. The commando think squad. Like, yeah, think um, like Republic commandos. Just I think the commandos. main thing that I'm hearing on like Reddit and whatever is that it's going to be them surviving Order 66. Yeah. Or like not having an inhibitor chip. Yeah, well, we see in the idea. We... We see in the trailer, um, they're standing around with the other groups of clones. Um, as we hear uh, uh, Palpatine through a hologram, his speech from the Senate floor where he's talking about reorganizing the 
the Republic into the, the empire. So I think that, I think that kind of sets up um, just what we're probably going to see, like what you just said with like kind of escaping order 66 and like, yeah, I, I, I know, think they wouldn't make a show of it. They end up kind of like they, if they were killing Jedi and being part of order 66, I think that wouldn't make for a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, it's a cool story. It's a story we haven't had before. Animated is going to allow it a little more freedom. Um, and yeah, I think it should be all right. Mm-hmm. I like the animated Clone Wars. I think it's one of the better series they ever put out. Better content they ever put out. Like the I original agree. on Cartoon Network was really good. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Um, visions and Droid Story. Yeah, I don't I, really I, care. Uh, honestly, I forget what you those two are about. Be, um, They're animated shows. Animated, animated like a rebel style, style. Anime too. style, yeah. Yeah, like more. Oh, like are a, they? I did not know. It's that. gonna be like, like, like Pokemon style, you know, anime. Not really the Star Wars kind of mentality, mm-hmm. but I guess there's an audience for it. So go ahead, make it for them. So. I'm not really an anime person. Like I like like Avatar, but again, it's not yeah. really it. It's not really full yeah, anime or anything. Um, what else we got? Acolytes. Ooh, uh, I'm excited about Acolytes. Talk yeah, about it. Talk about it, Connor. Was, what you what what do you think about Acolytes, Connor? That's the one I looked up and I was saying about like, I was just looking on like Wikipedia and, you know, it just sounds like, I just think it hasn't been explored. I mean, obviously we talked about like Old Republic and I think Old Republic as a little sidebar would be a good place for the like next trilogy of movies if they decide to do that. I think they are. So this being High Republic, I think kind of like confirms that and also it's just like, you know, it's just an interesting era. I like the um, the setting of the prequel trilogy the best, although they weren't the best movies, but you get my point. I'm just excited to see where they take it. It's, it's going to be dark and like a mystery thriller, whatever that means. It needs to be sadistic. You know, dark, earth, like, you know, grungy kind of. It's, it's, right. I mean, it's going to be Sith-focused. I think that's something that's a story we really haven't gotten before. Yeah, I might have seen something from like a Sith acolytes, like, perspective is like something that i think could be really interesting to hear about from like a story perspective uh i'm not sure if this is this, this is during the time of the rule two right dill timeline matches up like rule two is already like, been established it's like uh, rule two was set up a while back by darth bane that that is canon still uh that was canonized yeah, i that believe was clone wars a lot of a lot of different things yeah um so Darth Bane did that, you know, millennia, I believe, before the events of 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 the prequels. Um, so it's going to be like, you know, whether it leads into Dark Plagueis, that'd be really cool. Yeah. So I like, don't think his it, book. You know, I didn't read it, but I've heard a lot Yoda of should be. I want to read it, but right. What? Yoda could be in it. Yoda could be in it. A young Yoda, maybe another baby Yoda, like six hundred instead of nine hundred or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that does it for for that part of, a part of it, the Disney Plus and the Disney role and its changes. Uh, I actually, I have one more question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What is the one type of movie you want to see out of a Star Wars feature film? Start with Mike. So I'm assuming this is a like a feature film, whether it's a trilogy, whether it's whatever, okay. like a full length, like three hour movie. Um, well, trilogy wise, I think what Connor just said with the older public i think there's so much untapped like stuff that we they could pull upon i think we'll get um, i think we will get that just not yet 
Um, a standalone, I mean, honestly, like what's going on right now with Rogue Squadron, I think that's that fits that checks all my boxes right there. Um, I think like more star, like you know, space battles and like just seeing more of like actual ships. Like, I know, like, one of the, the you know, one of the things I didn't like about um, the new trilogy was just like kind of the battles, um, like whether it be like in person like you know luke versus ben or like you know in space i just thought like they they weren't good didn't really capture a lot of stuff um so i'm really hoping like rogue squadron kind of brings that like battle scarif kind of feel where it's just like yeah two that was probably the best battle forces clashing that's together. been on a feature film yeah i would say rogue kind of made that movie. what kind of made that movie that that was like you know the hammerhead yeah. corvette everything yeah, was yeah exactly um what about you, Nina? What are you, what are you looking to see? Anything different from Mike? Or? No, I'm with Mike. I mean, I think the when I saw them release this stuff, I was thrilled that they, they're going with the Rogue Squadron movie. That's, like, all I ever wanted. The space battles, like, specifically, you know, the X-Wing. Um, and then I also like, like, Acolytes movie, too, right? Acolytes is, I believe, a TV show. I thought it was a movie. Let me, let me Google real quick. Yeah, yeah, hop on but there. Anyway, like, you know, say whatever it is. I think maybe less so in the the uh, sequel trilogy, but we've seen a lot of like Jedi stuff, and I'd like to like obviously you want to see Jedi stuff, but I'd also like to see like other stuff in Star Wars, and I think that's like a good a good like jumping point. Yeah, no, that's definitely like, like something like, like dark and like less like I mean I know it's no, Disney, but like no, don't so, want I, so my my main movie I want Connor is. Yeah a Darth Plagueis Sidious movie when they yeah. talk about his training that their rise to power I think that would be a great movie and I think it would fit in with you know the prequel <laughs> but it's not really what I really want I really I, I do want that a lot I think it'd be really cool I really want a Revan Dark Revan movie Darth Revan movie so very old yep old Republic yep. but showing you know a fall from the light side back to, to the dark side and back to light again would be really cool really cool change for it and that would probably be a whole trilogy honestly yeah that would that, i think that you would make at least three trilogy. movies out of that dude yeah. if they made a trilogy out of the uh old republic or no yeah nice the old republic game might be that yeah i mean maybe you don't play the second game but yeah the rest are good <laughs> the second game's just weird not not, not the best in my opinion okay here we go boys i want a little game here get okay, get everyone spiced up a bit uh we're gonna list Everyone's going to list three of their favorite Star Wars moments, and we're going to switch off, starting with Connor, then Mike, then me, and so on. Um, so, Connor, you got first. Favorite moments? Um, I had a couple coming into this, but I'm going to have to take we were talking about the Battle of Scare. I think that was like – that's one of them for me. Yeah, it definitely stand out. I, th- I, think, I think all of us can agree it's probably the best battle scene in all of Star Wars. Yeah. But holy shit. Holy shit! When the Hammerhead Corvette comes in, um, I, if you haven't seen it, you gotta see it. It's it's a wild scene and a great decision. Shows like the rebellion and how how much they really need to do things. Mike, what you got? Mike, uh, I'm gonna try and go through like each different trilogy and pick out a a different moment. So we'll start with prequels, I guess. I mean, I pre- prequels I grew up on, so there's a lot of different stuff I could pick out. I think one of my favorite moments is 
in general order 66 and how that scene plays out but more specifically uh anakin's march on like the jedi temple i think that's just like such a great scene with like the 501st like pulling up in the back like and just like all of them like you know like this kind of like this final shift that we see i think it's like one of the greatest scenes like i've ever seen in a star wars movie. Yeah. it always gets it, me so hyped up it's definitely a dark scene that i'm kind of scared yeah. it gets you a little hyped up but um i think for the normal fan i was like holy holy hell he switched he's dark you know mm-hmm. uh yeah, i don't know if you guys ever played that on battlefront 2 was it <laughs> oh yeah being yeah. Clones, just going yeah. through the library yeah, and like that I, I like the Order 66 with the March on the Temple. I didn't like how, like, they just show your favorite Jedi and they just get, like, gunned down, like, so easily. Like, I know they're caught off guard, but that was just my pet peeve. I was like... Well, I, I think they addressed that like, later on, you know? Yeah. They addressed that. Like, so you, you all played Jedi Fallen Order, you know? If that was kind of weird, you know? He was able to pretty much do it, and then Cal Kestis mm-hmm. kind of fucked him. Um, But, yeah. My, my one of my favorite moments... For the Rest prequels, peace, my boy Plug. is is definitely um, like uh, I forget the Jedi's name, but he decides to go battle Count Dooku in the Coliseum and Geonosis, oh, and Odie just gets gunned down by Jango <laughs> Fett. Know. I know exactly um, what you're talking. About. I forget his name. He looks like a shark a little bit. Um, yeah, it's like it's like, it's like it's like okay, you're you're kind of a master. You're not really that recognizable. Do you ever think you can take on Count Dooku? He was like an extra, basically. He was like an extra. I'm like, oh, great, great play. That always oh, makes me laugh true. every time I see that movie. I think it's hilarious, and it's like comedy. That's like you're not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to show you know, yeah, you're talented as a bounty hunter. But then he gets killed by Mace Windu like not even a minute later. It's so easily. <laughs> I don't know if that was your moment, but that kind of you yeah. know. What else, Connor? What else you got? Um, let's see. I gotta go the um, lightsaber duel Mustafar between uh, Anakin and Obi Wan. That one's dope. The music. That's probably like that might be my favorite scene. I, I think that that was really really saw the good acting in that in that in that movie. Yeah, I think you know the acting was really good there, and I think it honestly is a very emblazoned scene within all of our generation per se is seeing he's, you know he's great when he's like when he's playing like the angry like anakin slash like dark Vader. i thought he was like the best when he was like that well like, yeah attack the clones killing the tuscan raiders you know yeah yeah anytime he's like angry he's like really convincing that's a good one though definitely a good one what do you got mike um so i'll skip the original trilogy because i'll save the best for last but i think one of my favorite moments out of the um the new kind of trilogy that we got um i had a lot of gripes with it but um and i know i was saying earlier like the space battles were kind of tough but um when the um rebel like admiral like sacrifices herself to um with the slip space like the hyperspace like right into the uh like the fleet um like I remember watching that like in theaters, and it was absolutely crazy just how silent like my theater got, and, like how that shocked. Was strange you were. feeling you were watching me while watching that, but yeah, <laughs> but like I I don't know I just thought like that's something that like we've never I you know never really seen done before. No, um, no, that, no, no, that that, I, I that, think, that for me that broke canon a lot, but it also you know it was cool. It, it I think kept yeah, that movie like, alive. I think it's um, like it it kind of sums up like the new trilogy in a sense that like it might be like very cool looking. But it's not really like the best of the best. Yeah, I don't know. I'll add that uh, I hated her character from like the entire I, movie. I also did, and I was like, she is literally like ruining like her lives, 
And then it was awesome. like kind of like fitting that she did that in the end because it's like she didn't want to fight like the whole time, basically, like blah blah blah. But no, no, it was kind of it was kind of an interesting character arc, definitely. Um, yeah, like a short one, but like I guess a short was, one, a character that just gets introduced to us out of nowhere. Um, it's kind of yeah. also disappointing that they just like cut that huge ship in half, and you're just like, wow, like that ship was huge. And then like Snow gets killed like <laughs> ten minutes later, and you're like, this is like, oh, that know. that was bullshit. That is like the it was kind of underwhelming. Like the eighth movie, the, like Snow just died. Yeah. So there's like what? I'm changing. I'm changing my answer to uh, Leia surviving in space. I think that movie. No, was <laughs> no that's the one. No, that that's horrifying. The whole I, I, I think the eighth movie. I know. I know. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. But that movie, that scene should not have happened. If you replace the eighth movie with like the best one out of the the sequel trilogy, like, do you think that's like redeeming for like that trilogy? Because I the eighth the eighth one like ruined it for me. Like I had problems with seven and nine, but the eighth one sucked. I mean, uh, seven seven I always thought was just kind of like a cookie cutter of like. What about Captain Phasma? She died so easily. Yeah, like I think. Why are you naming characters who just keep dying? I think switching directors, like going from J.J. Abrams to Ryan Johnson, like, I don't know. I think he's I don't just think having Ryan Johnson different... did a bad job cinematography. It's just like, it's, it's just, I just two it was different a directors. poorly written script. Dude, the eighth movie was like, it was two and a half hours of like watching a ship run from a ship. Like, it, <laughs> it wasted like three years of like Star Wars, like putting a story, story forward, right? It was just, yeah. that, that's what was disappointing to me. It was like, it didn't take it anywhere. It was like a couple like what days of like real time and we waited years for it. Yeah. It was um no, definitely definitely weird. It started off pretty hot with Poe Dameron blowing up all the turbo lasers and everything. And yeah, that that kind of cool bombing the scene. Part. The cool bombing scene, and then it just went completely downhill. Right, not, not, that was that was the whole freaking movie right there. I would if they even made that a short and then decided to come up with something else for a movie, it would have been perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um my next part, it, that was a really good one, but uh my next part is definitely if I'm doing the the sequel, like the, the third trilogy, which I guess I'm gonna take hop on this mic train that he's that he's coming up with. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I really have to say, the fight scene in Snoke's chamber in Episode Eight with all, but like with like I thought it was really cool I agree. choreographed. Yeah, all like you know the lightsaber, like different type of like weapons with kyber crystals was kind of cool. Yeah. it wasn't the best long term scene. Like it, it didn't last very long, but it was a really cool kind of like martial artsy kind of scene that was honestly like probably my favorite moment of I that agree. of that generation of movies i thought it was kind of cool but i mean i wish snoke didn't die immediately but yeah at the same time it was cool yeah it was horseshit <laughs> what else you got noonan all right um, one, one more it's it's short but um the bet the space battle over coruscant in the opening of the third movie is like dope and I heard actually that it was supposed to be a longer scene. They just like couldn't make it like fit, but yeah, was, probably directors cutted it, you know. Yeah, like it was. Watch those buzzard droids. Um, what? I'm just thinking that was a good scene. Oh. Uh, my best for last comes from like the original trilogy. It's one of my favorite moments. It's uh, in A New Hope when Luke is about to leave with Obi Wan. And he sees the binary sunset and like the the music, the theme kicks in like you know, 
his aunt and uncle are dead like you know the music kicks in that at that like doesn't matter like when i watch it that scene always just gives me goosebumps like i just feel like like when that That's when that music floor. kicks the in like, in those movies it's is like the so start good. of the adventure and i just can't wait yeah the score is john just... williams is an absolute yeah. beast um, it, it, it out can't of, compare. for me the original trilogy you gotta go hoth trench battle it's so sick yep it's like That's it's a classic. like oh Let's just see these giant metal camels come and destroy and just wreck your shit. Um, and it was really cool, you know. I thought, you know, I kind of thought something else would happen within the hangar itself when Han couldn't get the, the ship going, but I think that that little part of Hoth was really cool. Also, like, Especially, you know, Blue Skywalker <laughs> taking the extension cables, taking out a hole. You know, it was cool. Okay. I mean, I, that's one of my reasons, just real quick, is why I think Empire is probably my favorite out of the original trilogy. I think because it has to do. Oh with no, Empire is definitely my favorite in that trilogy as well. I think it's the like the the well established thought there is that it is probably the best part of it. Yeah, I thought Return, you know, that the jet lightsaber fight, you know, it's 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 good for what the age it was, but mm-hmm. you know, then you know some of the newer things have way more aerobatic type of lightsaber fighting, you know, so it's different style. The CGI struggles, but yeah. Um, do you guys want to do a little trivia now? Yeah, do it. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. First question Episode two Attack of the Clones. Who does Obi Wan meet at the diner? Oh, fuck. what's this guy's name? Ooh, oh, no, uh, no, the diner. He doesn't yeah, fit in the booth, you know. Django, uh, you want a cup of Jawa juice? I have no idea. He's got four arms. Fuck, mm-hmm. what's his name? His name is Dexter Jetster. I get put... um, That's what I knew. I it's, it's a very, very Star Wars, you know, name. If you played Lego Star Wars well, 1. Well, what do you know? That's what he what said. do you know? What Camino Saber, darling? Yeah. Okay. Another, well, another title phone question. Really good one. What Jedi... Ordered the creation of the clone army. Oh, uh, Sifo Diaz. Yeah, you are just, right, Mike. Well, you are it, right. I just technically, played, talk about that. No, 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 he really did order it. Without well, offers, he was man, right? he was manipulated by Darth Plagueis. By he did order it. Yeah. Um, but don't they mention um Dooku when he was Tyrannus? Dooku like was friends with Sifo Dyas, like they were like best friends. Okay, makes sense. They're like the same Fair era enough. of. Okay, what material episode episode five was Han Solo frozen in? Carbonite. Carbonite. Boom. Noonan got it. Beat you there. I think it was your Wi-Fi mic. Wi-Fi's uh... <laughs> rock. It's like two forty p on the video here. Fuck you, buddy. Okay, what was the name, episode six, Return of the Jedi, of Jabba the Hutt's main accomplice assistant type person? Oh, uh, oh. the Twi'lek uh, with the, like Bond. The Twi'lek with the yeah, hand. Bond, like, is it Bond Fontuna or Bond Fontana or something like that? No, it's you're close, but not quite. I know, yeah, I'm close. Guess. Fuck, I remember from the Mando episode. I can't picture it. This is the end of the Mandalorian episode of the post-credit scene. What? I didn't watch that. Ah, uh, come on. Okay, Bib Fortuna. Hmm. Bib. Okay. Um, this one's kind of easy in my opinion. 
Episode four. What was the rank of Wilhelm Tarkin? Grand Admiral. He's Grand Moff. Grand Moff. Oh, I thought that was his name. No. Grand Moff was like the title. Uh, I don't know what Moff means. I guess it's Star Wars or thing, but. Grand Muff. Okay. Uh, Odie Muff. What? This is going to come from episode one. Is your favorite color? What planet is Darth Maul from? Dude, I don't uh, know. Uh, I feel like I do know, but. You played the game, Noonan. Yeah, what the fuck? Dathomir. Uh, Dathomir, there you go. Damn it. Damn right. it. But yeah, Dathomir. That makes sense, I guess. Okay. Did they talk about that in the game? I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you go there and you see that if you connect it, yeah. I don't think so. With other content, yeah, sort of. Okay. What was the name of the animal? Episode f- episode four, ridden by the stormtroopers on Tatooine. On Tatooine? Uh, Dubaks. You are right, Mike. The weird lizard things, you know? That's oh. all. Dubaks, baby. <laughs> The thing like Obi Wan rides? No. Oh, what are those called? It's like oh. they're like they're like they're, they're the really big ones. Um, that's an episode. Uh, the really big ones and like they that's ride a, around like in the city. Three. I think it shows up in. That's that's a prequel. I'm talking about episode four. So what Stormtroopers? Yeah, no, it's a different. Yeah, no, I know. I forget what that one's called. Like Charizard. Can okay. you do the noise for us, Newton? I tried to. I don't know how to do it anymore. <laughs> What noise? What noise? It's like an alarm. Like when, when the thing's run, like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're getting some ASMR shit now. Okay, one last question, boys, before we wrap it up. Name the leader of the Techno Union. Dude, I don't know who that is. Dude. The Techno Union. What is the Techno Union? One of the Nothing. main... I got nothing. It's, it's the guy with like the goggles. He's the uh, goggles has the two things here. Yeah, if you if you saw him in like Revenge of the, he kind of rolls he's, around. He's at okay. Mustafar, gets got, killed like, by Anakin. Oh, oh, is he one of like the, the, the CIS, CIS guys? guys? Yeah. yeah. You guys know it? No, but I know who he is. I guess. No. Okay, we're gonna wrap it up. His name's Watt Tambor. Yeah. Um, that's really it, though. No. You guys did it's good. I mean, I don't, I didn't keep track of score, but I think it was pretty close. Maybe Noonan, no Duff. I think minus three. Oh, I did one like one. three, and I had like one. No, I had two. So Mike, Mike won. Um, expect I expected better, honestly, but I, I didn't think that trivia was that hard. Fuck you, dude. Wins a win. Fuck. <laughs> Who's the name of this guy? Um, so it? thank you guys, all you guys, for being here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, next episode is going to be on a different subject. It's the biggie bag. We do different subject every weekend. Every week we record. I think next time we're doing Formula One, so tune in for that. It'll probably gonna be Connor and Mike again because they both know Formula One just as much as I do. Ricky, um, maybe Ricky, my brother, but probably not. Uh, do it. <laughs> and uh, anyway, have a good rest of your week. Have a good holiday, <laughs> and have a good start to 2021. Huge time.